Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. We bring in now uh, Ryan Wood of Packers.com and also uh, uh, the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And Ryan, I know uh, you got some time restraints. You got some uh, changes in schedule there in Green Bay. But uh, today I said some of the bigger question marks coming into this season, year two of the offense, who's going to be the backup left tackle? Who's going to step up to kind of you know give uh, give some more uh, support to uh, Kenny Clark up front? I mean, you know, when you talk about some of the bigger question marks, what are your big question marks that need to be answered going into this season? Well, backup left tackle is a great place to start because they don't have one. So let's let's just go there and say that David Bakhtiari is the most irreplaceable player on this team, not named Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know. Aaron Rodgers, obviously, number one. But the, not only is Dave Bakhtiari an all-pro, he, he's he's the left tackle on this team. There is no number two. So uh, Alex Light, you know, is the guy that I would imagine the Packers would like to see fill that role. Um, but we've seen him struggle in the past. So he, he's got to show that he can do it. Um, number two, three, four receiver. The entire receiving depth chart after Devontae Adams is in question. And I think on the other side of the ball, you look at, pretty much the entire defensive front. You know, you got Kenny Clark. He's the new $70 million man. Uh, he he earned that money, and, and he's a pro bowler last year, turning 25 this season. He's a stud. What do they have behind him? Well, Dean Lowry had no sacks. Tyler Lancaster is not a pass rusher. Uh, Kingsley Kiki is a guy that's going into a second year, and maybe there's something that he can provide, but, but a lot of improving there, and, and Montrevious Adams is injured. And then on the outside, you know, they – it's going to be really interesting, Bill, what they do with outside linebackers. They, they got the Smiths. They've got Rashawn Gary. Uh, Mike Smith himself, the outside linebackers coach, said you know they, they like trotting all three of them out there. But you don't know what they have behind those three. And they've given a lot of work to Randy Ramsey, to Jonathan Garvin, to Tim Williams in camp. Uh, I could see them keeping four. I could see them keeping six. It's going to be really interesting to see what they do with that position. Um, that was going to be my next question is the depth defensively. Uh, right now you got a lot of guys trying to prove themselves. I just, I, I guess I keep asking myself, how much better did they get from where they were last year? And I keep coming back to, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I, I Kirksey, if he stays healthy, healthy, certainly he can, he's got more speed. He can cover more. He can run support. He can even do, do more in the past game, but my question always is, how much better did they get from what we saw last, and that was getting them run all over by San Francisco. So how much better are they? 
Well, they they certainly believe that it's not a talent gap, that it's an assignment gap, and, and gap being the, the operative word because they they constantly got outside their gaps and had guys that were not assignment sure um, in breaking down gap integrity last year, and that was what they believe is the problem with the run defense. Not that they don't have the the guys to shut down the run, but that they just they, there, there's your talent level and there's how you play, and they didn't play to that talent level, and they believe that they they will this year. That's open obviously to to question, but you look at what made them so good defensively last year, and they, they were improved defensively. Uh, you know, they, they still weren't a, a bona fide top 10 defense, but they were, they were getting closer to that. It was the situational elements of the game. They had playmakers, and it showed with sacks, clutch sacks, turnovers, a lot of turnovers, especially in the back end, interceptions. They would bend, but they didn't break. They were one of the best red zone defenses in the league, and those are really – the pillars of what makes great defense, but there are also things, if you hang your hat on that, instead of being a defense that just shuts down an opposing offense, doesn't give up anything, it's a, it's a lot more riskier of a way to live defensively, especially in year-over-year carryover. Just because you're great in these elements one season doesn't mean that it'll be the same the next. So that, to me, is the big question defensively, is can they do those things that they excelled at last year that made them an, an improved defense can they repeat that or not? And we'll find out. So tell me about Ricky Wagner, because I know he's been uh, missing some time. The right tackle position then becomes a little more tenuous. Yeah, I asked Matt LaFleur yesterday if Ricky Wagner's absence, and it's going on close to a week now, uh, has kind of made his decision for him on the right side of that offensive line. Because before, um, as uh, was reported early in camp, uh, Rick Wagner was – getting rotation at right tackle with Billy Turner. Billy Turner was getting rotation at right guard with Lane Taylor. It was basically three guys for two spots. Well, when, a, when one of those three guys aren't practicing, um, that that just common sense in theory would, would seem to limit that rotation and, and make your decision for you. Matt LaFleur did not go as far as to say that that has made his decision, that injury is, is not settled that right side of the offensive line. Um, but the reality is this is a really short window that teams have to get ready. It's a truncated training camp. Week one is two weeks away. And one of those three guys on the right side of the offensive line is not practicing right now, not able to practice, which means that the other two guys are getting all the reps there. So I think it would be a big surprise at this point if, it, if the starting side of the offensive, right side of the offensive line was anything other than Billy Turner at right tackle, Lane, Lane Taylor at right guard. I know that we, uh, when we were putting these questions up today over on Twitter, uh, some people were saying, well, what is it going to be like for the backup quarterback position? I, look, uh, the term that I hear used quite often is for Jordan Love is swimming. Uh, you're just trying to tread water and absorb everything at this point. Would Tim Boyle, if they had to go to a quarterback right away, would Tim Boyle be the guy? Just based on what I've seen, I would be stunned if, if it wasn't Tim Boyle early in the season. And that's not to say that Jordan loves a, a guy that in any way is a disappointment. It's way too early to say anything like that right now. The reality for Jordan Love is that he's got a monumental task uh, trying to come in with no offseason, uh, no, no time on the field until the middle of August, and be ready to operate an, an NFL offense, especially one as intricate as, as Matt LaFleur's. It, it's going to take time for him, and they just that's the one thing they haven't had with Jordan Love is time. On the other side, you have a guy in Tim Boyle who has had time in this system. He's got a full year under his belt now, and he's looked awfully good in camp. He's always had the arm. He's always had arm strength. It's really been 
a, a matter of, of the head game and just getting comfortable in the offense. And he looks more comfortable in the offense now. And you can tell with how he's delivering the football. So uh, it, it would be pretty surprising if there was an injury week one, week two, week three, early in the season to Aaron Rodgers. I would expect that that would be Tim Boyle at beginning snaps. Talking to Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette, PackersNews.com, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline right now. Um, also wanted to ask you about the wide receiving position. There was some talk. I was listening to Aaron Rodgers the other day talk about Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and he's made some good catches. We've seen this before. Is he different? Is he a different and or better receiver than he was this time last year? It's hard to say that he's different. He's had He's had some good days. He's had some good days recently, and he's been able to build on those, which I think is promising. So I'll say that he's had a promising camp, but you need a, I think you need a larger sample size to really know whether or not it's its turned a corner with him. And, and really, you're not going to know really until you get into the games. And, and not if things go well at first, I, I'm not sure you'll even know at that point. I think when, when you'll really know is when Marquez Valdez-Scantling has his first adversity in games when he has his first drop on, in a key moment, when, when things don't go right for the first time, how does he respond to that? I think that's key. I mean, Aaron Rodgers himself said yesterday that you know, Marquez Valdez-Scantling is always going to be his, his own biggest enemy, that the complacency, and it, that really fuels into a lack of confidence at times. Being able to get over that hump as a young receiver is really, that's the key in his development at this point, because physically, there's a lot to like. I mean, he's tall, he's, he's long, he's, he's fast, really can run. And when he catches the ball naturally, he puts it all together. Physically, there's a lot to like. It's just the, the, the confidence element of his game, which is not unlike a lot of young receivers who come in. Um, that, that, to me, how does he handle the first real adversity when that happens? Because it will. That's going to be the, the, the real test of, of whether or not he's different. What about Equinemia St. Brown? You know, he's been coming back. He hasn't made a lot of splash plays in camp. I don't think that's a surprise. He didn't play football for a year. But he's been rotating in there. And, you know, he, he made one good back shoulder catch underneath today. And um, he, he's been made, making some plays, even if they're not splash plays. So I think it's going to take him some time, naturally so, because he, he missed the entire year with, with the ankle. But, um, you know, I, I, I would imagine – going in that he's probably going to contribute more on special teams and offense early on, and we'll see if he can further develop and, and knock off the rust offensively. I know that uh, there's been a lot of questions about padded practices and such, but um, how do you – and I can't fathom this because you got to hit to be hit and you got to hit to have technique and muscle memory and everything. Are they doing hard – they're not doing any real hitting, are they? No. No, they're not. You know, they they have some competitive one-on-one periods with receivers and DBs. They've got some some you know one-on-one pass rush that is physical, but in terms of taking guys to the ground, they're not doing that with the ones. They had one live period uh, this past weekend uh, with, with the twos and threes, the guys that are not going to be counted on for key starting jobs because they just can't risk those guys being injured. I, I think it was. Matt LaFleur or Brian Gutekunst, I can't remember which one, but uh, one of them said that he thinks that this season is really going to be about attrition more than even in the past. It's always about attrition, right? I mean, that's that's the, the point of football is who's healthy at the end. But when you look at the kind of offseason that it's been and the just the whole acclimation of getting guys' bodies back into football shape, something that they have not dealt with in this league for a very long time now because it's not the days of old where you go home – 
sit on the couch, take it easy in the offseason, then come to training camp to get in shape. These guys are in shape year-round, except this year. This is different. So with that coming in differently, they're going to be even more careful with these guys' bodies. So you, you, you can't take key guys to the ground in camp. It's going to be sloppy early on. I mean, there's, there's going to be a, a byproduct of no tackling until the games start. It just has to be. But what you're hoping on is, is that the sloppiness in September uh, is not as vital as guys being healthy in December and January. Uh, real quick, uh, and just I know you only got a minute. Are there any moves that the Packers or you would think the Packers need to make before the start of the season? I mean, at this point, I think that they're going to go with who they've got. You know, I, I said from the very beginning of the offseason they need more receiving help, and I think that they still need more receiving help, but I don't think they're going to get it at this point. So what they've got is what they've got there. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's going to be any real dynamic roster additions this late into August with, with week one coming up. So, um, yeah, I, I think what you see is what you're going to get. Ryan, good stuff. Appreciate it. I know you got to run. We'll talk soon, okay? All right. Take care, Bill. Appreciate it, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or call them 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.